Do you ever want to dive deeper into the Bible, but you just don't know where to begin? Or struggle to feel like you even have the time? When you read the Bible, do you get frustrated because you know there's so much more in there? You just have no clue how to get it out? Or maybe you want to know the Bible better and you're looking for any resource to help. Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. We're sisters. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. And we love to study the Bible and we love to help others understand it better. When it comes to our own study of scripture, we have found that in bringing back the context of scripture, it adds so much to our understanding. It actually adds color to the black and white pages of the text. Erica. You know what else we love, Veronica? <laughs> Chocolate. Well, yeah, that's true. Sugar. Chatting. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> we just love yes. to chat. Because it's like almost yeah. three o'clock. <laughs> you came over at 1.30? Yeah, I did. That's all right. <laughs> You've been talking to my kids for a while. Yeah. And you and I just, when we don't have kids around, because we put the right. recording sign up, then we can actually talk. Right. So so we love the Bible and we love to chat. Yes. Yes. That's very true. Yes. But little housekeeping error I want to mention. Um, next week, we're taking a break, December 18th, from our Old Testament treasures. Right. And we are bringing in our favorite... <laughs> And only yeah, that too. Um, guest, we're bringing in your husband, right? And he's gonna do a, kind of a Christmas themed mm-hmm. podcast, and then Christmas Day is actually December twenty fifth, right? No, right. it always is December twenty fifth. <laughs> Surprise! That's right. Christmas is December twenty fifth this year. In case you didn't know, yeah, actually, it's a Monday. It's a Monday, so we are not gonna be releasing any podcasts right and then when we come back that means let me look at the 24 january 1st is also a monday and we haven't recorded that yet but i'm really 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 trying hard to get your husband to come back right and record a daniel podcast that's right start off with a couple daniel so we're taking a little bit of a break between now Mm -hmm. and january to just look at christmas take time off and then wrap up with the daniel Right. I'm not sure which Daniel. I'd like him to come do two and five. Right. King Nebuchadnezzar and yes. King Potty Pants. Yes. But I need him to right. figure Decide. out which one he wants to do. And then right. we will come back then the second week of January and pick up our Old Testament treasures. Right. And right now, so let's get into today, we are building a dictionary. Yes. We've talked about holy. We've talked about Torah, Torah which is law. What's the better translation, Veronica? Would you like instructions? Thank you, teaching. Yes. Um, Then we talked about emunah, which is faith. Mm -hmm. Today we're talking about... Righteousness. Which is the Hebrew word... Zedekah. And then what we really do want to add to our dictionary is the word grace and favor. Right. But we already did a podcast on that. We did a short. Wasn't that one a short? It was a shorty. It was perfect, though. Yeah. That's episode 138. So those of you who are listening and building your dictionary go back. need to go back and listen mm-hmm. to episode 138 to add those two words in right. to your dictionary. Yeah. And I'm actually talking to Erica about dictionary 2.0. Yes. Because there's be. a few more words. We'd love to explore. I need her. Because we've done some of them on our YouTube channel. Crazy. I know. That's when we thought we were going to do... YouTube. That's when we thought we'd be YouTube sensations. Right. <laughs> we 
we have since decided not seeing our faces. Right. <laughs> it's easier. Yes. A podcast is more fun. Yes, it is. Yeah. Way so. more fun. But so in order to build your dictionary, right. you need to add in the word grace and favor. Right. Hebrew word hen. Chen. Chen. Yeah, that. That. Chen. C-H-E-N. Yeah. Greek word charis. Very good. So same words. Yep. Same meaning. Two ways of translating it. But add that into your Bible dictionary mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks while you've got this break from us. Right. Go listen to that one. Yep. So right now, let's jump into righteous. Yep. And how it's spelled, I guess, in the Hebrew, if you're listening and taking notes, it's T-Z-E-D-E-K-A-H. Tzedekah. She's learning. Yes. She knows I like her to do that. That's right. Now, righteousness, Veronica, I think if we were to ask most of our listeners, what does righteousness mean? What do you think they would answer? I think of Christ's righteousness Right standing before God. Oh, yeah. Is something. It's one of those words like holy. We tend to just assume sinless. Yeah. Perfection. Yep. It, we kind of just put everything in this. Well, it just means he was perfect. Christ's righteousness gets put on me. Yes. He was sinless. So that's how God sees me. Yes. With Christ's righteousness covering up all my sinful ways. Right. Yeah. I think that's mostly the way we talk on it. Talk about it. But righteousness is actually not a moral quality. It doesn't mean you're sinlessly perfect. Okay. And we're going to hit at what it means in just a bit. But first, I want to hit, I want to create a little quandary (laughs) in the mind of our listeners. The quandary that's actually there, we're just bringing it up. Right. Because it might, you might think about it as you're listening. So I'm just going to hit it head on. In Genesis 6, so we're going to go through a list of People and things that are righteous. In Genesis 6, Noah is called righteousness. Mm-hmm. Called righteous. Called righteous. <laughs> yes. Genesis 15, verse 6, it says, Abraham believed God, mm. and this is credited to him as righteousness. Mm-hmm. Genesis 38, 26, Judah says Tamar, his daughter-in-law, is more righteous. Which is crazy, which is crazy. in that scenario. First Samuel, although I can appreciate why she is but we don't need to go into that. First, we did that when we did that when you did the Genesis. When we did Genesis. Yeah. 1 Samuel 24:17, Saul calls David more righteous. Psalms mm. and Ecclesiastes and Proverbs are all about the righteous versus the wicked. Yep. I mean you constantly see that in Psalms and Proverbs. Yep. Habakkuk 2.4, the righteous mm. will live by his faith, his emunah, faithfulness. There's another good podcast to go listen to. That is. Malachi, again, talks about seeing three, says you'll see the distinction between the righteous mm. and the wicked. Mm-hmm. Now, and Veronica, I want you to read this one. Luke 1.6. Zachariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commandments and regulations. And that gives us a hint at to what this word actually means. Because, okay, so in the Old Testament, the Tanakh, you can be right. righteous. But what about the New Testament? So Elizabeth and Zechariah are called righteous. Mm-hmm. Luke 2 says Simeon is righteous. Acts 10, Cornelius, mm. a Gentile, is called righteous. Mm-hmm. In Hebrews 11, Abel is called righteous in mm. his actions. And then 1 John 3, 7, mm-hmm. Veronica. Dear children, do not let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. All right. So what I'm building is a case that the Bible presents people 
can be righteous. Right. And people are called righteous. And there's a group of people that are righteous. And that is opposite and different than the groups that's wicked. Right. Which to me would seem like a very big distinction. Very big (laughs) distinction. So what do we do, Veronica, with the few places that say no one is righteous? Well, then we just stick with those verses and get rid of all the rest. Right. Right. Not really. It is very... No, it presents a quandary. It presents a quandary. I looked it up. There are about four to six times, depending on your translation, where it says in scripture, no one is righteous. Okay. But for every... So we'll say five times. Sure. For every one time it says no one's righteous, we have at least a dozen other places. Oh, interesting. Where it is discussed righteous. And it presents... If you add up like all the time, Psalms discusses Mm -hmm. people as being righteous... Or Proverbs. Proverbs. I'm The righteous versus the wicked. Yeah. I'm having Chase go through Proverbs right now with the Bible study I wrote. And it's that's my whole point. You are either righteous or you are wicked. Right. Here's to choose, Chase. Right. Which one you want to be. Right. So hmm. how do you then put it when the Bible also says a few times. Right. But it does say no one's righteous. Is God hmm. bipolar? Right. Does the Bible have error? Hmm. Is the Bible not in agreement with itself on this subject? Or have we just blown those few verses out of proportion? proportion? Maybe a tad. (laughs) Maybe just a tad. You know, I mean, that's what I'm thinking of. Sadly, I can think of verses, no one is righteous. All your righteous acts are filthy rags. I mean, all those. We hear those a lot. You hear those. You don't go, Noah's righteous, Zachariah and Elizabeth are righteous. Simeon's righteous. Right. Be righteous. Right. Like Proverbs is saying. Hmm. Right. I have what I think I've been wrestling with this a little bit. So I have some thoughts on how those two go together. I'm sure you do. But we're going (laughs) to hit that at the end. Okay. Teaser. As a teaser, our listeners, if you want to know what my thoughts are, and I'd love to hear, reader, listener, if you have different thoughts, I would Mm -hmm. love to hear what your thoughts are. But I'll share what I think at the end. Right now, we're going to jump into what is righteous that would probably be a good start let's understand what the word means right and then we'll see how it works righteous first of all is a covenantal word okay it assumes a relationship so to have righteousness you need boundaries you need to be right righteousness means to do right according to god's commands In a marriage relationship, you can be righteous if you keep your marriage vows. Hmm. You are living rightly according to the covenant you made. You are being faithful to that covenantal relationship. You are being righteous. So from the very beginning, God tells Israel, I want you to obey me. Keep these commands as part of our relationship. So when Israel obeys God's teaching, that is Israel living rightly according to God's commands, Israel is being righteous. Hmm. Deuteronomy 6.25 states, if we are careful to obey all this Torah before the Lord our God as he's commanded us, that will be our righteousness. So for a person to be righteous means a person is living rightly according to God's commands. But you need a relationship to have that even happen. 
Because how can you live according to God's commands if you don't know him, Mm -hmm. if you're not in relationship with him? Well, and that says I have to agree to those commands. Yeah. You know? Yes. Okay. I have to uh, sign up. Yes. But in by being in covenant, I'm... Yes, I'm Part agreeing of it. to live yes. this way. Mm-hmm. And so when I live this way, I'm being righteous. Hmm. You know, Noah is called righteous in Genesis 6, 9. And it says he walked blameless with God. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's perfect, but that he is consistently and persistently living the way God wants. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately see that as Noah builds an ark, mm. he obeys God's command. Mm-hmm. Um, in Deuteronomy 24, 23, it talks about if you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, then you give the cloak back to him at sunset so that he can have something to keep warm under. Right. That's righteousness. That's when I give it back. When you give it back because you're treating your fellow human being as more important than what you've earned or Hmm. what you deserve. This person is made in the image of God. I'm going to treat you as more important than whatever you borrowed mm. and I want back. You're still a human being more important. Mm-hmm. So by by treating that fellow human being as a human being, you are being righteous. Because in God's eyes, a person is more important than a thing. Hmm. In 2 Samuel 22, verses 21 and 25, David says, God has dealt with me, me, David, According to my righteousness, was David perfect? <laughs> no, as a murderer, an adulterer, and a terrible father. Yeah, <laughs> truthfully. truthfully, probably a terrible husband then too. Right? No, right? He, <laughs> he wasn't. wasn't, and yet he's able to say, "God deal has dealt with me according to my righteousness." Hmm. And if you read it, there are times the psalmist will say, "God." answer me because of my righteousness. God, deal Mm. with me according to my righteousness. That's almost sound, judge my actions, God. Right. You know, deal with me according to my righteousness. Right. Answer, look, I have been faithful in what I'm doing. Yes. So notice it. Right. (laughs) Pay attention. Yes. You know, it's like when my kids go, but mom, you know, I did everything you said. Right. Come and look and see. Right. They're in a way saying, come see my righteousness. Right. I'm living. I'm, I'm not perfect. Right. But I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I am consistent. Acknowledge it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it. Remember, faith is action plus belief. Right. The belief that God rewards those who seek him and punishes those who don't. So you're going to act in a way that honors him. Mm. You're going to live righteously, rightly, according to his commands. It doesn't mean sinless perfection. Mm. That's mm-hmm. not possible right. for a human being. Right. It does mean that consistently and persistently I obey. And when I mess up, mm-hmm. I acknowledge it. I repent, mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness, turn around and go towards obedience. Because that's still doing what God told me to do. Right. Because he lays out when you sin, right. here's how to fix it. Right. So I'm still obeying. Yes. So that's what it means for a human being to be righteous. It means you are consistently, persistently living rightly. Doing what what God's commanded. Yes. To be righteous, I am living, I am trying my best to do what God's commanded me to do. Yes. And when I screw up, 
I'm still living according to what God's commanded me to do because I make it right. If, yes. I fix yes. it. I fix it. I acknowledge it and I fix it. Yes. So that's righteousness. It sounds a little more attainable now. Right. And it feels very much like emunaven. Right. You know? Right. I'm acting out what I believe. Right. If I believe I'm in covenant with God. Right. If I believe he is God. Right. And he has called me to be his. Right. I will do what he's asked me to do. Maybe, and I don't know, this could be completely wrong. It's off the cuff. But maybe emunah is that belief aspect being brought into. Like, here's mm-hmm. why I'm living it out. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm walking it out in that walk, that's where the righteousness. Mm-hmm. You've got emunah and, and zedekah go hand in hand. They do. They really do. Mm-hmm. But one focus is on here's why I'm living it this mm-hmm. way. And one focus is on here's the practicality right. of... Right. And here's what here's what Emuna makes me. As mm-hmm. I'm being faithful, yes. I am righteous. Right. Which then makes me kadosh. Yes. Because I'm put up. So to me, all these words, I need Torah. Yes. To know what to do. Yes. I need to know God's instruction. I can't be righteous without Torah. Right. Yes. I can't. I can't have emunah right. without Torah. Right. And ultimately, those are all... Le- Torah is leading me to be right. righteous and have emunah, which is all leading me to be set apart, to yes. be kadosh. Which is what God is which kadosh. Which is why we needed our dictionary. Right. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's what it means for a person to be righteous. But what about God? Oh. For God, God to is be righteous. God is righteous. Okay. Right. He's living according to his own standards. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I mean, kind of, but it has a double meaning for right? him. That would make sense. Because for God to be righteous means God does right according to his covenant. Mm. So it means not, it, it's a two-sided a coin. two-sided coin, a two-edged sword. Because on the one hand, it means he fulfills his promises and rewards those who seek him, who are mm-hmm. living rightly. Mm-hmm. It also means he is punishing the wicked. Mm-hmm. He is judging what is unrighteous and disciplining his people when they're not righteous. Which is truthfully what we want. Don't you, though? I mean, really. You do. do. Don't my kids come to... Uh, oh, Kylie came home from school the other day and was so upset because her art project, she followed the rubric. She oh. did what she was supposed to do and they presented it to the class and this other kid came in and he didn't do anything according to the rubric. And he still got the praise and the accolades from the professor. That would frustrate me. She was so hot. Because why am I trying to do what you yes, want? Yes, yes. She was so, she wanted that professor to be judging rightly. Right. Here's the standard I've set yes. up. And if you meet the standard, well done. And, and if you don't. And she worked hard. I mean, she spent hours on this project. See, that would make me go, I don't have to next time. And that's kind of, we had a great discussion. But what we want, God, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, acknowledge it, it, but then to the one who's not doing it, point that out too. Right. And let them suffer. Right. Like, Well, we've been talking, we're doing history with some of my kids in Russia. 
Mm. We've been reading a book, Breaking Stalin's Nose. Such a good book. Such a hard book. My kids, I read it to them four years ago. Right. They remember it. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't we don't need to read that one again, mom. It was really hard. (laughs) And I was relieved. But it just it makes you so mad Mm -hmm. at Stalin and the Mm -hmm. way he lived with the way he like he murdered millions. Mm And you do like in those instances, God, I want, right. I want it to be acknowledged. You were wrong. Right. Like there's punishment Mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I want our sense of justice Mm -hmm. is put there by God for a reason. Mm -hmm. So when God acknowledges this is right, this is wrong. Right. Now the painful thing is that means he has to do it in my life. Right. As well. I need him to acknowledge in me, Erica, this is right. Erica, this is wrong. Right. And that's always where it becomes more ooh. Yeah. Don't I like it, it when he does me. it to everyone else. <laughs> right. Exactly. But for God to be righteous means A, he will bless and reward the righteous. Right. And he will punish the wicked and discipline even his people mm-hmm. in sin. And you actually see this. Daniel 9 is a great chapter because Daniel is praying to God and he uses the word righteous in both ways. Oh. In, in verse 14, Daniel says, it's because of your righteousness, God, that you disciplined Israel and sent her into exile. God punishing wickedness is righteous. But two verses later, Daniel then says, in keeping with your righteous acts, forgive us and restore us. Hmm. Bring us back to the land you promised. So you're seeing both. On the one hand, he disciplined Israel. That was righteous. But now restoring Israel Mm -hmm. is also righteous. Hmm. This isn't something inside of God. It's not a moral quality of God. It is actions. This Hmm. is completely the actions of God are what are righteous or not righteous. So God's righteousness, again, for us to be righteous means we are living according to God commands. We do something. Mm -hmm. For God to be righteous is a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. He is punishing and he is rewarding. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so it's interesting now, once you begin to go, okay, this is righteousness, sometimes, then the Bible begins to hear, it, it begins to sound differently. Like Psalms chapter four, verse one says, answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Oh. You know, all of a sudden like, okay, God, I'm tapping into those promises. You right. Made. Right. Be righteous and fulfill mm-hmm. what you've said. Mm-hmm. Psalm seven seventeen says, I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. Mm. Like, I want God to right. be righteous. Mm-hmm. I do. I want him to bless mm-hmm. the righteous mm-hmm. and punish the I want him to fulfill wicked. what he said. Yes. Um, Psalm 31, verse 1. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Mm. This is not something to be afraid of. Like, oh, God's righteousness, I'll never own up. I can't can't live up to it. Like, no, this is a good thing that you can run to and take refuge in. Psalm 71, verse 2. You're right in your righteousness. Rescue me. Deliver me. Turn your ear and save me. Psalm 96, verse 13 says, let all creation rejoice, for he comes to judge the earth in righteousness Mm. like Mm -hmm. what a day that will be when the righteous judge blesses and rewards Mm -hmm. the righteous and punishes the wicked Mm -hmm. we want that we want that we really do we do Mm -hmm. so this is a good thing god's righteousness 
It's not a scary thing then. Right. It's not. Because I know which side I'm on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I can clearly go, I know which side I'm on. Right. I am trying to live life God's mm-hmm. way. I am not perfect. Right. Ask my children. Mm-hmm. I make, Or my husband. Right. Yes. Either one. Mm-hmm. Ask my family. I fail daily. Mm-hmm. But my desire is to be righteous. Right. To live according to God's commands, according to his Torah, to honor him, to mm-hmm. be kadosh, to have emunah. Mm-hmm. And so on that day when the Lord comes to judge the earth in righteousness... I don't need to live in fear. I don't need to live in fear. And then now, even more so than that, we do have... I mean, because... If you're looking at it, my righteousness versus the righteousness of the Savior. Right. Who is perfect. Right. No comparison. There's no comparison. Right. And so his righteousness, his obedience, his living rightly 100% of the time Mm -hmm. is now put on us. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Now I'm even like. (laughs) Even better. I'm I'm good. Like I'm good. Right. I have the righteousness of the son of God. Right amazingly right all my rough edges have now been right that doesn't mean i can't still choose to be righteous on my own right and that i'm not supposed to like well i have the righteousness of jesus i don't have to do anything right. no i still need to i still need to walk it out and mm-hmm. live it out in my own life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in terms of that coming to judge the earth in righteousness mm-hmm. i'm good yeah hmm. so that's what righteousness means okay now, Veronica, I want to get back to that quandary we right. set up at the beginning. And here's my two thoughts, the way I would handle it. Okay. That there's no unrighteous. I am sitting on pins and needles because I know we have been... We've talked about this. Yes. All right. First of all, I'm going to jump to Matthew chapter 7. Okay. Verse 11, Jesus is talking. It's the Sermon on the Mount. And he says to people listening to him, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? In other words, he's comparing them going Mm -hmm. compared to God. If you were to put God, the father on one side Mm -hmm. and a human father on the other side, there's no comparison. The human father, no matter how physically earthly good, is still evil compared to the good father in heaven. Mm-hmm. It's not that the people he was listening to were bad. Okay. These were good parents. They loved their kids. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if their child came to them and said, I'm hungry, they'd give them bread, not a stone. Right. But what Jesus and is... fish, not a snake. Right, exactly. <laughs> but Jesus is not making a comparison among people. Right. He's making a comparison to God. And a core, if you compare anything and anyone to God, you're always going to lose. He's you're so just, other than. He's so other than us. You can't even get close in comparison. There is no comparison. So according you, to this, you are so far on that spectrum. God is so far this way. Yes. You're just closer to the evil side. Right. Yes. You know, it's if we just really the way it is, if we really were to balance yes. the scales, you would just be over yep. there. OK, there's no way you can get even close. Right. So now you take the righteous one, God, mm-hmm. and you compare my righteousness. Okay, again, there is no comparison. There's, no compar- there's just no comparison. According to how righteous God is as the righteous one, right. I have no righteousness. Right. I am not righteous. Right. And nothing I can do, there's no comparison. Right. Okay. So if you're comparing, if, if the comparison is to God, then yeah, uh, compared right. to him. He's so other than so kadosh. Right. 
There is no you righteous. You can't get close. You right. cannot do enough. Right. Okay. There is okay. no righteousness. I see that. My second thought, and maybe it's I a combination. I see a really good graphic for that. Right. <laughs> oh, good. My second thought, and it may be a combination of both, is that in terms of salvation, can you be righteous enough to earn salvation? No. No. You can't. And truthfully, nobody in the Tanakh seems to struggle with this. They seem to just automatically know, I can't earn my salvation. That's not an Old Testament issue. Right. We have put that in there. Right. We read that today in there. It wasn't in there. There's nowhere in the Tanakh. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Please read, listener. Show, tell me if I'm wrong. But I cannot think of one verse where God has to say to them, you can't earn salvation. Right. Because they automatically know there's nothing I can do. Right. Like even my righteous acts aren't enough to earn salvation. Mm -hmm. If I, if I think I'm going to earn salvation with my own actions. But that's saying that's their end goal. Their end goal was not salvation. Their end goal was to live in obedience. Yes. Sorry, I jumped ahead. No, <laughs> I was no, getting a that, little, no, oh. no, that's perfect. That's actually, yes. Their, their goal is not salvation. Right. We, their goal right. is that, that whole, go back to the covenant. Right. I am living in covenant. And that that's is their being goal. Righteous. My goal yes. is to live according to the terms and conditions yes. I've agreed to. Right. So that colors, flavors everything. Right. I do. Right. Trying to earn salvation is not even an, a no. concept. No. It's not an issue for them. They're aware. Because truthfully, they've already been redeemed. Right. It's the mercy and grace of God. Mm -hmm. They're aware of that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, if, if the thought is, righteousness equals salvation well then yeah your righteousness is not worthless worthless because you can't mm -hmm. you cannot earn salvation but that's not the point of righteousness right like you said right i mean all of this i mean to go back to okay so torah so let's wrap can i wrap it up yes yes okay. torah is god's instructions yeah i need those to know He's, because I'm in covenant with right. him and he's so other than right he's kadosh I need to know and so he so by doing that I'm living my beliefs showing by my actions there's that emunah yes I'm so I'm using emunah yes and righteous you know so then that's, I, that's, that's, that's me being righteous that's me being that's translating into me being righteous living right. according to his word right also I can be kadosh right Holy as he is holy. Right. Because so that's it's, the end goal. Showing the world what he's like. Right. All of this is translated to put God on display. Yeah. Yeah. Because go right. back to he's so other than he yes. has to tell us here's how to be like me. Yes. You cannot on your own fathom. Yes. What I'm, I mean, truthfully, you think about the Greek gods, the Roman gods, all these gods that man made up. Yes. That Satan helped us make up, if you want right. to say. They're, they're always all like people. They're all like people. Just stronger and bigger. Yes. Yeah. They're like the superhero. Yes. They still have evil desires and mean tendencies. And yes. So God is so God is so other than I can't even imagine and fathom. Right. Then he graciously. Yes. Kindly says, let me lay it out for you. Yes. You want to be me. You want to represent me. Here's what you do. Right. You look and act different. Yes. And by looking and act, that's Torah. Right. And by doing it all, that's Emunah right. and Kadosh. No, that's Emunah and Zedekah. Zedekah. Right. You'll be Kadosh. Right. You'll be set apart. Right. Distinct. Different. Sacred. Mm -hmm. Unique. 
which all sounds, I said it earlier, but it sounds attainable then. Right. And it gives me motivation. Why am I doing this? Right. Why when nobody's looking, right. do I care? You know, because God is looking and God cares yeah. and he will one day reward you. Yes. Yes. It's, this isn't talking about salvation. Mm-hmm. This is you. You've already been given salvation. You mm-hmm. have that covenant. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is now that I have this covenant. How do I walk it out? Mm-hmm. How do I honor? How this do I God? please? How him? do I please him? And guess what? One day I get rewarded for mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. There's vindication coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't do it perfectly. She's on my team. Right. Right. She's trying. She's trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's a little bit harder. She screws up. A this. lot. <laughs> she loses her temper. A lot. She ate too much chocolate. <laughs> Again. Only that was the worst of my sins. Oh, seriously. <laughs> All right. So that's our dictionary. I like it. Yep. That's our dictionary. Plus go listen to... Grace and Favor. Grace and Favor, episode 138. Don't forget, next week, Brian Van, because we recorded that a while ago, he we won't remind you no podcast on Christmas Day. Right. Which is December 25th this year. Right. (laughs) Shocking. I know. So thanks for joining us and we will join you back here in the new year. Bye-bye. Bye.